2: Hello, hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line. Happy Tuesday! Ooh, I'm actually killing it with these vocals on the Happy Tuesdays at the moment. How would Ariana do my intro? I know she'd do this.
0: <clears throat> yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> she'll do this. <clears throat> happy Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what I'm on this morning. It's not even the morning. Guys, I'm post Jonas Brothers concert. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Let me tell you about it because it was honestly not what I expected. <laughs> They're amazing. Okay, they are incredible live, like slay, slay, slay through the day. But my anxiety said, "Whoa, oh my god." Okay, so I don't get social anxiety ever, and it, that's not what I experienced, by the way. I'm just saying I don't get social anxiety. I don't get the anxiety of like, oh my god, like there's so many people. Like it's not that. But what happened was. I'm coming in, right? Actually, no, we queue we from 10 a.m. Because I spoke to somebody who was going and she was like, we're getting there at eight. I was like, fuck that, honey. I love them, but not that much, you know what I mean? It's Doors open at 12, I'll be there at 10. It'll be warm, it'll be lovely. Fuck me, was it warm? It was 30 degrees, right? I'm in a black play suit, fucking roasting, right? And I'm starting to get, oh, I feel sick. Like, it's so hot, I'm starting to feel sick, Anyway, we finally get let in. And then we, I'm like, reasonably close. Like we were five rows. Bearing in mind, it's a standing, it's a hall. It's a rave hall, right? This place does raves. You guys know me. That's not my scene, right? No disrespect, okay? Rave it up. I'm jealous of you. It's just I get overwhelmed, right? (laughs) It's like sensory overload. I can't cope. But anyway. So it's one of those places. And I really wasn't I wasn't sure what to expect, but it was this hall. Okay. So I thought maybe there'll be like steps, maybe like we'll be stood up on different levels. So then like if you're at the back, at least you'll be looking down and you'll still be able to see, you know. No, this is your hall, right? And um when we walk in, everyone's obviously gone straight to the front, as you should, and we just join like the group, and we're like five I'd say like five people were in front of us in terms of distance from the stage, but obviously fucking loads of people. But in terms of like directly in front of me, do, do you guys understand what I'm saying? But anyway, there's like fucking hundreds of people and I'm like, Oh, this is great. Like it's a bit cooler in here. Like I can feel a very slight air con are really close. Like this is sick. Like, Oh, finally we're in. I'm so excited. And we're looking at the mic stands being like, Oh my God, like they're going to be stood behind them. Like that's, that's fucking crazy. Um, and then I turn around and I forget that like people are coming in after us. And before you knew it, I'm like stuck. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like I can't leave here. Like I'm swamped by people at this point. Like if I I'm stuck, right? And that unsettled me. I was a bit like, okay. And then you start anyone else get this like intrusive thoughts? So I was like, if there's a fire this is dangerous. I'm screwed. Like, I just, like, torture myself with, like, I I physically act out scenarios in my head. If there is an emergency, I am so trapped right now. And then I start thinking about all this stuff that's happened recently where people have, like, literally suffocated in crowds. And I'm like, this is going to be me. And I'm like, no, Leah, relax. Like, people in crowds are ten times bigger than this. Like, the capacity of this place was, like, 1,700 or 1,000 something. And, it doesn't sound like a lot of people but the place was small okay it was scary and I was just a bit like oh I remember I said to Jamie I was like oh, I'm getting a bit I'm getting a bit shaky I'm getting a bit panicky like and I was just like I'm not really sure what about and I couldn't tell if I felt ill which was making me anxious or I felt anxious which was making me feel ill do you guys know what I'm saying and I'm freaking out. And we spend an hour just waiting in this room while they let everybody in because it took them an hour to literally let everyone in. Um, and yeah, so we're like, I'm just freaking out and I'm getting really like headed, and then I'm running scenarios in my head like, okay, so if I pass out, like what's going to happen to me, like, please tell me how you are supposed to get me out of this crowd. Like I'm fucking stuck here forever. Anyway, and then the show started the boys came on, Nick came on first, and then Kevin, and then Joe came on after, and they started, I can't even remember what song they started with, to be honest, I literally, it was, it was a bit of a blur, it was honestly a blur, but they, vocals were on point, like, Slade, like, they, Joe specifically blew my mind, like, he was, he was so fucking good, Nick, I expected him to be great, kevin just fucking slayed on his guitar do you know what i mean he how can he you know how can he disappoint he's kevin he's just great guitarist you know what i mean but vocals like joe just killed it he has a lot of high notes in this new album and he just killed it um and joe was doing a lot of talking to the audience which i really liked but they didn't sing the whole album and i really thought they were going to because it was like an acoustic performance of the album But they did like four songs from the album and then four songs, I think it was uh, roughly four songs from like their older stuff, which was so sick because I was kind of hoping they would do old stuff. But yeah, and then it was like 40 40 minutes in and then Nick was like, we have one more for you tonight. I was like, one more? So yeah, I was a bit like, oh, like it's over so soon. Like I'm a bit sad. But then at the same time, I was like, what relief. Get me out of here. And luckily, we were going to buy tickets for the next day, right? And I'm kind of glad we didn't now because it was so overwhelming for me. It made me realise I do not like the thought of being in the stand and part of, of like a concert. Like I am a, I'd rather be at the back, like not at the back, like I'd like to be in the first set of seats, do you know what I mean? I just like to have a seat so I can stand up and boogie, like have a dance, but the person in front of me is like on a step below, so it's not claustrophobic. And also it's not fucking 30 degrees like when I first got in there I was like oh it's lovely and cool in here no when everybody else come in after us it was so fucking hot bearing in mind it was 30 degrees outside and when we left when we felt the air I was like oh it's nice out here so I don't know what temperature was in that fucking hall but oh my god it was insane but Listen, it was worth it because they were so good. It was worth it. And it's it's been a life goal of mine to see the Jonas Brothers perform. And I will definitely be going to their other concerts as well. So, um, and I shouldn't be saying this, but they did leak that they're going to go on tour around this time next year. So <laughs> anyway, that was my Jonas Brothers experience. It was very incredible, but very overwhelming. <laughs> I just, I don't know if anyone else is like that, but I didn't expect it to be so like hectic in that room and also because it was a small room like obviously like all the fans are singing along and because it's not like a massive arena where they're so loud like the Jonas Brothers are so loud I couldn't hear them as much like and there was somebody behind me right there was somebody behind me that was like "I'm and I was a bit like I didn't even want to look at them because I was like I don't I'd never want to make you feel uncomfortable like you're even annoying me because you're having the best time and I'm so happy for you but at the same time like I'd I would love to hear Joe <laughs> Do you know what I mean? like killing it babe but at the same time I would love to hear the boys <laughs> see I just I obviously didn't say anything what the fuck who would say anything no I didn't even look like I didn't want them to feel like what I'm having a fucking good time leave me alone so I didn't look but I, yeah I, I would like to have heard the boys a little bit louder if they could have been turned up a notch that would have been great but oh they were just great they were just incredible and I feel so grateful that that's an experience I just had like even though it's overwhelming oh thank you universe like I have I've have been putting it out there to the universe I'm gonna see the journalists I'm gonna see the journalists I'm gonna see the with um and it happened and I'm really grateful because I'm just a big 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 fan big fan so yeah anyway Portugal tomorrow <laughs> life's good right now life is just good right now yeah i'm going to portugal tomorrow i'm really excited to any of my listeners from portugal can't wait to be there, babe. I literally can't wait. Anyway, I've really waffled on today. No longer stress, it's gonna get figured out. All oh, the conversations at the waffle house. This is literally the waffle house over here. Leah on the line. Can't stop waffling. <laughs> anyway, let's just get straight into the episode. Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the line. Remember to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and hit the notification bell. You can send in your confessions and dilemmas to Leah on the line at gmail.com and follow me on socials at Leah on the line and at LeahLevain to see visual clips of the podcast I love you enjoy the episode okay thank you so much for listening today thank you for joining me for this episode it's gonna be a good time I wonder what you guys are up to right now I wish I could just know I wish I could picture it mm, kind of weird kind of stalker of me who's on holiday right now oh me too babe <laughs> not to rub it in <laughs> Oh, I'm nervous about the flight though. But just shut up. I'm so annoying and (laughs) self-centered. Okay. All right. Let's get into the weekly debate. I'm excited to hear about this one because I don't think we've done this before or like even a dilemma similar. I don't think. I'm not sure, but let's get into it. So my question for you this week is, how would you feel about your partner covering for their cheating friend? This is tough. I'm just going to go straight in to see what you guys have to say about this one. Because I genuinely think it's kind of difficult. Okay. As long as he tells me and doesn't hide it from me also. Yeah. I understand that. It's like, imagine you found out and then it was like, oh, but yeah, David knew. And you're like, you fucking knew? Do you know what I mean? Um, Yeah icky honestly if you do that for them what are you hiding yourself Hmm. even though it's not my business to be upset I'd lose a lot of respect and trust for them yeah I can understand that listen if it was my friend I'd probably cover for them because it's not my business Hmm. that's another question would you cover for your cheating friend have we done that I can't remember I feel like we might have might have <laughs> might have somebody let me know gross people you surround yourself are normally people you surround yourself are normally a reflection of you I understand that and I do say like you are who surround yourself with but at the same time like if my friend was a cheater like that wouldn't make me a cheater but at the same time my friends aren't cheaters and I'm not a cheater so yeah um I wouldn't be happy it shows a true reflection of themselves I would tell the girlfriend if he's covering for his mate his mate would would cover for him if he cheated oh got you got you yeah I'd make it clear to him that he was gonna that he was doing the wrong thing but I wouldn't get actively involved I don't think I could be mad I've done exactly this for my best friend yeah I do you know what it happens I'd be fuming but also I'd probably do it for my bestie yeah so on that note I've actually done this so it was kind of fucking shady. <laughs> so it was years ago now, but my friend called me and she was like, Oh, Leah, I've got so and so here, her boyfriend, and he's just gone on my phone and seen that like my last Google search says I'm in love with my boy boyfriend's best friend. Can you just tell him like that was you on my phone earlier? And I was like, <laughs> Yes. Thank you for that. Keep that yeah, that was me. That was me. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, and then after the phone call is when we spoke, and I was like, "Girl, what the fuck?" <laughs> and listen, this isn't like cheating. Like this obviously isn't cheating. She also just had like a freak moment where she was like, "She, I don't know, fuck knows." But she had a freak moment, and I didn't think twice to just go yep <laughs> that was me and also there was a trend going around where like boys would ring their friends and say oh can you just tell her I was at your house last night wasn't I and all of their mates are like yeah mate you said it mine last night you do naturally cover for a friend i think i do just genuinely think that that is just a thing but i think if it's a continuous cover up if you are continuously what's the word defending supporting accepting this behavior encouraging it in a way that says a lot about you like if my best friend was cheating on her boyfriend sure the first time she comes into the shit I might go yeah I got your back don't worry about it but then I'm gonna be straight on it of what you're doing it's wrong let's get you out of this mess babe do you know what I mean I'm not yeah crack on babe just call me whenever you need me to chat some shit and i've got your back do you know what i mean i I wouldn't be able to because i feel empathy towards other people do you know what i mean so for me i would just be like do you not feel empathy like do you not look at his girlfriend and, and feel sad for her do you know what i mean which would be the biggest red flag for me um i'd be questioning my boyfriend's fucking morals yeah sick like just don't get involved it'd make me question if he felt it was okay a true friend would be honest and say mate what are you doing yeah I'm, i agree with you for a certain period of time it's okay but they have to encourage them to tell the truth agreed 100 percent. covering it up is kind of tolerating the cheating behavior no absolutely not it's just showing your poor your own standards that poor girl yeah this is the thing i want you to to feel empathy i don't want you to just think oh fuck it this is what mates do a real friend will make sure that you know you're keeping each other in check and in line do you know what i mean um it is what it is your loyalties lie with your own friend not their partner yeah okay but at the same time it's like you're just condoning them being a hurtful partner you know it's bros code we can do nothing about it I guess yeah I understand because I think I'd do the same for my friend if they asked but I wouldn't like it I agree I do agree I'd be disappointed but I'd props cover for my own bestie so yeah this is the thing we're all kind of just like well I wouldn't fucking like it but if my best friend needed me to you know cover her back then I would but yeah Okay, looking through them, we are either on the, okay, I feel like there's three perspectives here looking roughly through these. It's absolutely fucking not. That says a lot about you, you little prick. Or it's, you know, I wouldn't like it, but I'd probably do the same for my friend, none of my business. Or it's, oh, it's bro code, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Boys will be boys. So, yeah, interesting. I am definitely in the, you know, I'd expect you to have their back in that moment but do not condone it like do can we not continuously support a cheating friend do you know what I mean so yeah very weird debate I don't know where this idea came from but I was really intrigued by what you guys would think because I was just a bit like do you think you are who you surround yourself with like if your friends are cheaters does that make you not very good guy because I did a TikTok once where it was like, oh, when you meet your boyfriend's friends, but you know, they all cheat on their girlfriends. And it was like, hi. And then he's like, how are you? Good as fuck. What the fuck? And all the comments were like, babe, if all your best friend all your boyfriend's best friends are cheating, he's a cheater. And I was like, I don't even have a fucking boyfriend. I was single at the time. I was like, I don't even have a boyfriend, babe. So whatever. But a lot of people in that comment section were under the impression that if your friends are cheating, so are you, which is interesting because I'd say that's not true because you know if my friends started cheating on their boyfriends, that's not going to make me do it. But there's a reason I'm not in a group where they cheat on their boyfriends and that's because we are similar and we don't do that to people. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, is it true? Is it not? Maybe that's a good weekly debate. Are you who you surround yourself with? would you guys like that one who knows all right let's get into some dilemmas okay who is ready to get into some dilemmas I feel like we have some good ones today. I actually spoke to my mom about some of these to get some proper advice because some of them are difficult, okay? So let's get comfortable. Thank you so much to everybody who sent them in. Thank you for trusting me with these. I love you, appreciate you so much. Thank you to everybody that's listening right now. I love you and appreciate you more than anything in the world. And let's just get into it. Okay, let's kick off with this one. Hey girl, first time I've ever written in but I listen to every episode religiously. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you. I'm feeling a bit stuck at the moment. I've been with my boyfriend for a few years and I'm 27 years old. We've recently moved in together. He's an amazing person and truly treats me right. Everything I've ever needed, but I just can't help but feel he's not the one. When I think of getting married and having kids, I honestly can't picture it with him. I love him but recently I've really been doubting if I'm in love with him the thought of breaking up with someone when they're not when they've not actually done anything wrong makes me feel physically sick but I know I can't live my life not as happy as I could be I also feel like ending this relationship will set me back so many years as I really feel the pressures of people my age around me settling down and getting married help love you
1: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend.
2: Okay, listen, this feeling is the worst. Okay, it's an awful feeling because it's like I can't pinpoint it, I can't even tell you what it is about you that doesn't feel right. It's not that you're not good enough, it's not that you know I need more from someone else, it's not that there is anyone else, it's just not right with you. And I have been there, and it is the worst fucking feeling, especially when they're a decent fucking guy because they're hard to come by. Okay. But honestly, all the only advice I would give to you, just from my personal experience, is you have to trust your your gut in this. You have to. I just think I was ignoring the feeling for a while personally, but it would always come back. Always come back. And there were moments where I was like, "Have I done the right thing?" You know, like I've given someone up. No one's ever gonna love me like him again. And blah blah blah. They will, and they do. And you look back and you you know it was right because you know that feeling was wrong, you know that oh, i don't want I don't want to get married and have have kids with this person, and it just doesn't feel right, and he's not the one for me, and I don't think I'm in love anymore and it's it's really difficult because I want to say to you like don't worry, like the feeling will go, and everything's gonna be fine, but what I will say to you is if you leave him everything will also be fine then as well. So it sounds terrifying. I know it does. But all I will say to you is you have to trust your gut. You will be okay. Do not worry about the pressure. Sorry, hiccup. Of being 27 and being behind or being single and not being married and your friends might be like, it doesn't mean anything. It literally doesn't mean anything because people... Can people get divorced when they're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70? Like, just because you're married does not mean you're ahead, it doesn't mean that you're never going to fall behind. I'm saying ahead and behind with quotation marks, okay, because everyone is at their own pace. Just remember the universe has a plan, okay, you know, whatever is meant for you will never pass you by. If, if sometimes I find that in my experience, like where I've not been brave enough to make decisions, I'll look back and realize that they were made for me. Whether like something else came up that pulled me away from that person or it got really, really toxic. So I was forced to leave or they ended up leaving me or like it doesn't even have to be a relationship situation. But where I knew deep down somebody wasn't right for me, but I wasn't brave enough to cut things off it has happened for me. And it might have been a year down the line or whatever from when I first had these feelings, but it's it's happened. So I just think in these situations, we have to trust our gut, we have to listen to our gut because you're here for yourself. You get one life, you have to be true to yourself, fair to yourself, and have a real think about things, have a real think about what you want. And don't worry about being... 27 and your friends being in different positions as you you know there are people younger than me that own younger than me that own houses they have children they're married i'm 25 i live with my mum still because i'm i can't let go do you know what i mean it doesn't matter like as long as you feel if you as long as you can look at yourself in the mirror and go I am proud of myself I'm proud of who I am I'm I'm proud of the decisions I've made I'm proud of the way that I treat people and I am happy you fucking win babe so yeah there is no one that can tell you what to do in this situation but all I would ever say to you is trust your gut on that one because that you're all that matters here what you want you know and obviously them obviously your partner but you know what I mean Okay. I love you so much. Next dilemma. Hi, Leah. I love listening to your podcast. Thank you. I love you listening as well. <laughs> I've been with my boyfriend for five years and recently he's been telling me that he doesn't want to get married because it's a waste of money. Even though he said at the beginning that he wanted to get married, hmm. but that he would marry me because I want to get married. So he'd do it for me, but doesn't see the point this makes me feel like I'd rather not marry him because I want someone to want to marry me absolutely he says it's not because he doesn't want to marry me but because he doesn't want the fuss and hassle of it I just can't help but feel I've wasted my time with him how would you feel about this please thank you love you bye yeah that is a tough one because it's like the whole fucking point babe, is that you get down on one knee and tell me that I'm everything you've ever wanted all your fucking life. You've been searching for me and you want nothing more than to spend every second of the rest of your life waking up to me. Yeah, that's the point. So I 100% understand why this is hurtful to you. It's kind of shit that he's just a bit like, well, oh, I don't really understand marriage. I don't really fucking get it. But yeah, if you want to, then fuck it. Do you know what I mean, listen, i'll be honest and i do think there are a lot of people out there that didn't ever really give a fuck about getting married and <laughs> didn't ever really give a fuck about being a husband or wife but they might have heard from their partner oh, God, i just want to get married i want to get married i want to get married i really want to get married so they're like right i'm gonna have to get fucking married aren't I? i'm gonna have to propose to the fucking bitch do you know what i mean I do think there are definitely people out there that proposed and got married to make the other person happy. And I I think it's common. I know. But to say to you, I don't really want to get married. But if you want to, I will. It's a little bit shitty. I think you need to have a serious conversation and just be like, look, what are your reasons for not wanting to get married? You know, you said it's it's a waste of money we can have a cheap wedding we can have a budget wedding we can save up for as long as you want three four five years and have a cheap budget wedding wedding cheap budget wedding well wh- however you want to do it that's not what matters to me okay loki you're like oh, i really want to get married in me orca <laughs> but you know we need to get to the bottom of this if it's finances we can work around that you know it doesn't matter like we can go off and get married just us with a witness and have a small party together just to celebrate our love do you know what I mean if it's that if it's you know maybe there's been some sort of divorce history in his life where he's witnessed a you know his parents divorce at like an age that might have been really difficult for him and maybe to him marriage has like a negative feeling for him and maybe it's like that impending doom feeling I know a lot of people have that Jamie Lang spoke about that um and you know maybe he's just associating marriage with failed relationships and that might be like something that puts him off whatever it is like let's get to the bottom things So that I know where I stand. Do you not want to marry me because it's me? And because you're not 100% sure if I'm the one? Or is there something else that we might be able to talk through together? And you might be able to get excited about the idea. Because it would make me really fucking happy if you just wanted to marry me. Do you know what I mean? Oh, have we done that weekly debate? Actually, I think we did, didn't we? If your partner said they don't want to get married. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. I'm like 99%. Oh, that's a tough one, babe. I feel stressed for you there. But yeah, that's my advice. I think we need to talk about it again properly. Let's get vulnerable. You know, maybe when we're it's a date night and we've had a couple of glasses of wine and we're, you know, it's the honesty. What is it? The honesty juice? Is it honesty juice? Is that what they call it? Do you know what I mean? Let's give that one a go. Keep me updated. Let me know what he says. Love you so much. Next dilemma. Okay. Halia. Hey, just want to say I love the podcast and appreciate how honest you are oh I love you so much thank you I appreciate you this is kind of long so I apologize I'm 27 and have been in a long distance relationship for 10 months we live about two hours away and I'm totally fine with distance however he lives in a small town with nothing to do and I live and have grown up in a major city I'm very sociable and every day off I'm meeting friends or family for brunch, drinks, etc. I live alone but I'm never in the house because of this. He also lives alone but has a couple of friends that he hardly sees and makes no effort to do anything. So he finishes work and just sits indoors watching telly. I'm starting to think that he's too boring for me. Oh, here we go. As well as this, we have stopped having sex recently due to his personal issues. He can't ever finish and it makes me feel rejected. So, it makes me not want to sleep with him. This is upsetting because before him, I had a very active sex life. I had a friends with benefit that was friends with benefits that was the best sex I'd ever had I've now started to think back to this time in my life my dilemma is that he wants to move in with me next in the next few months and he doesn't have any friends where I live my male friends are very outgoing and the opposite to him I don't want him to f- to move in if I feel like I can't live my current life because he's sat in the house I also can't deal with my current sex life ongoing oh this is hard okay but he's sweet he's everything that i should want there's no toxicity he's an he's a no social media king and i genuinely have no worries about him cheating etc he makes me laugh and would do anything for me all my previous relationships have ended in that person cheating also sorry for the length my most serious ex-boyfriend from years ago that i've always had love for has messaged me saying that he misses me <gasps> they always creep up don't they piss off not now not now i'm going through something right now And I shut him down and told my current boyfriend about the messages. What I didn't tell my boyfriend was that a few months before we got together, me and my ex used to speak on nights out and then FaceTime when we got home and went through periods of texting. I know that I'm the one that got away from my ex and everybody knows that we still have a lot of love for each other. Isn't it nice being the one that got away? I like to tell myself and that with everybody that's ever come into my presence, to be honest. But it's definitely not the truth. Anyway, help. I'm just overthinking everything. Doesn't help that all my friends are getting married and settling down because we're nearly 30. Thank you. Okay, one thing I want to say to you is, I feel like it's a compatibility issue. I'm talking very well spoken today. Compat- compatibility. Do you know what I mean? I don't know why. I'm putting it on. I'm just putting it on. I'm literally being fake. Oof. Just be yourself, Leo. The fuck. Anyway, I feel like it's a compatibility issue, right? Let's talk like me again. Because let's think about it. You're so outgoing. You're busy. You're a busy girl. She's sociable. She's drinking. She's brunching. She's working. She's hustling. And he's working, chilling out, watching telly. Now, he is one person's dream man. There are girls out there and guys that. Their dream is just to go to work, come home, cook a lovely meal together, sit on the sofa and cuddle, fall asleep on the sofa and relax and feel calm and feel comfortable and just relax together. That is a lot of people's idea of heaven. Then there's other people who, they come home from work, they're straight in the shower, get changed, I'm off out to meet a friend, I'm busy, I'm, I'm booked and busy and then that is somebody else's dream because they're really sociable and they love to go out and they love to meet up in big groups of, of couples and friends and go out drinking and meeting your workmates. And do you know what I mean? So I feel like it's a, it's a case of maybe you're just not right for each other, but let's flip it. Sometimes opposites attract. Sometimes you, you're, what's the word? your differences can be perfect for each other. Somebody who is so outgoing can make an introvert that perfect level of relaxed, you know, she'll do the talking. I'll just sit back and relax. I'm comfortable like this. She's having the best time, which makes me happy. You know, it can definitely work where you're just total opposite. So I think it's just figuring out which one feels like it is the case here for you. What I also want to add, is just because he's sweet and just because it's not toxic and just because he doesn't have social media does not make him perfect, okay? These are bottom of the barrel things. For somebody to be sweet to you, for somebody to not be toxic to you and doesn't make you feel like he's going to cheat on you are the bare minimum we want from anybody, okay? Let's just remember that. That goes for everybody, so I think a lot a lot of us what we can do sometimes is we stay with people and give people a chance because they're kind and they're not cheating on us and and they're they're not toxic. He's so sweet. Like he just doesn't cheat on me. Like he's so sweet. Do you know what I mean? Like why why are we like that? Why are we actually like that? And listen, that was my mentality too. I've been there. It's like, oh I, but he's such a nice guy because like I just know he'll never cheat on me and he's really nice to me and he's not toxic. And then you have to look at it and be like, but these are the bare minimum we expect from a from a partner why are they now compatible for me, do you know what I mean, yeah, that makes him a really decent partner, a really great guy, but uh, where are we right for each other, I think that's all you have to look at, Um, and the ex-boyfriend thing, like, let's just fucking ignore that, like, focus on yourself and what's right for you right now, but yeah, I would just think, let's look at compatibility here, you know, don't give him too much credit just for being a nice guy. It's it's fair enough that, you know, it makes it hard to want to leave somebody, especially when you said you like you've been cheated on in, in previous relationships, all of them. So when you meet a guy that feels like he's never going to do that to you, it feels like, oh, my God, you're everything I've ever wanted. But there are loads of guys out there that won't cheat on you and loads of guys out there that are sweet and don't have social media and aren't toxic but they also love going out and they also love brunching, and they also really sociable and they have loads of friends and they live in the big city you know so I would just think ask yourself what is it that I want from a partner above the the nice guy not gonna cheat on me (laughs) do you know what I mean and how much of these how much of these boxes are being ticked by this guy and how many how right am I for you can I give you what you want you know what I mean but yeah you're amazing I'm really envious of your really cool lifestyle I'm not gonna lie like you sound like a fucking babe (laughs) and I really want to hang out so okay guys thank you so much oh wait just to wrap up that last dilemma I love you so much please let me know where your head is at you know don't rush into anything give it a while give it a couple of weeks whatever feels right for you um and yeah just let me know how everything goes keep me updated with any conversations you might have or yeah I just hope this helped a little bit And don't forget that you deserve more than just a nice guy. You deserve the world, babe. All right, love you. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, I love these dilemmas. They were enjoyable today. Let's wrap up the episode. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you all really enjoyed this episode. I hope you all have an incredible week, whatever it is that you're getting up to. So please remember there will not be an episode this Friday, but we will be back on Tuesday. I'll tell you all about my break. I'll tell you all about my holiday. I'm sure there'll be happy memories to tell you about because I will land safely both in Portugal and when I return to England on Friday. god shitting myself i do enjoy flights like i find it crazy that i flew to fucking miami alone i did a 10 hour flight alone i was relaxed i was chill i was asking for more wine please more wine please babe I'm a weird girl. I don't know where this If this fear got a lot worse. I flew out for Love Island alone. And I was fucking, I wasn't even worried about flying. But I suppose I was more scared about what was about to happen on the other end. Little did I know I wouldn't even be there 24 hours. They said, get her out. She's ugly in real life. That doesn't make any sense. They already met me. I had, I literally had to go to ITV studios to even get it. Anyway, hope you guys all have the most amazing week. To anybody else that's on holiday, enjoy. Love you so much. Anyone that's sunbathing right now. Oh, I hope the town's looking good. Hope you got your SPF on. To anyone that's at work this week, I love you so much. You can do this. Let's get through the week. It's the weekend coming up, babe. It's payday and like, oh wait, I was going to say in like, what, two weeks? But to be fair, payday was literally less than two weeks ago. Ah. Oh sorry guys. Um, anyway, (laughs) have the best week. I love you so much. And I'll speak to you on Tuesday next week for a brand new episode. All right. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.